1: Hey, welcome to the Blended Family Podcast. This is episode number 51, and today we're going to talk about moving past affairs. First, I just want to remind you to come over to our private Facebook group at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group. It's a great place to post questions, ideas, and just be part of a community of people who are all in the same boat. This week is Halloween, and I'm really hoping to see some great pictures from all of you. I love seeing the kids in costumes, so I hope to see you there if you're not already part of the group. Also, I mentioned last week that I'm going to have Sean on the show in a couple of weeks, so if you have a question for him, you can send it to me at melissa at com. He is a stepdad and bio dad and has played both roles for the last eight and a half years and, in my opinion, does it very well. So he's open to any questions you may have. Okay, so let's get started on today's topic. Before I begin, let me first say that this is a topic that I have not personally experienced. However, I can't let that hold me back from talking about it here because there may be some of you who are going through this right now and you need help. Although I have not been in a a situation of infidelity, I have known many people who have, some of whom are very close to me, and I've done some research for you too. You know, this whole Ashley Madison thing has had me thinking, and I thought it would be fitting to talk about it. I'm guessing you have all heard of this as it was all over the news, I don't know, about a month or two ago. In case you don't know what I'm talking about, Ashley Madison was a website you could go to where you could find someone to have an affair with. Well, the site was hacked and people's private information was leaked out. A lot of people were on there, a real lot. A really big scandal here, and I don't really want to talk too much about it, except I can't believe how many people are really seeking out affairs. And I will say that I definitely do not condone cheating. However, I also don't think that it has to be a deal breaker. In many cases, people can move on past affairs and go on to have healthy relationships. So today I want to talk about several things, including People who have a history of affairs, what to do if it happens in your current relationship, how to move forward, some do's and don'ts, and how to deal with the family issues that pop up when something like this happens. So first, let's talk about history of affairs. And here, I mean, affairs with a previous partner. So... Let's say you're with someone who has had an affair with their last partner one or more times. So this is not you, it's their last partner, and you found out about it. You know that saying, once a cheater, always a cheater? I don't believe that saying. It's just not true. Remember, everyone has a different dynamic in every relationship, and just because this was going on in the past doesn't mean it's going to happen this time around. If you enter into this new relationship, knowing that your partner has done this in the past, you can't throw that in their face. Whatever they did in the past is history, and it isn't necessarily going to happen again. If you are concerned, you want to look at all the factors involved here. So have a conversation, a non-threatening one, and ask them what was going on in their relationship at the time of the affair. What kind of issues were they having at the time? And of course, there's always three sides to a story, right? His, hers, and the truth. But at least hear what they have to say about it. Did they learn anything from it? Are they remorseful at all? Also, were they caught or did they confess? And how long did it go on for? One of the biggest questions you might want to ask is how many times did they have an affair or with how many people? Asking the right questions can help you get a feeling of their character, and how much you can trust them. But again, I say this is not a defining factor of their integrity with you. You weren't in their last relationship, so you don't know all of the steps that led them in that direction. And let me point out also, just because someone maybe has never cheated in the past, doesn't mean they won't cheat on you. So you can look at the overall character of the person. Just don't let their past define who they are today. I always feel like people's past mistakes often help them to become a better person in their future. That is, of course, if they have learned from their mistakes, there are always people who never do and go on to continue to make the same mistakes over and over again. But hopefully you're not dealing with someone like that. Okay, so moving on, the biggest concern is what if this happens in your current relationship? Whether you are the cheater or the victim of the cheating, you will both find that this is a difficult situation to be in. And you might be thinking, why would I say this is difficult for the cheater too? Well, the cheater is going to be dealing with feelings of guilt and the fear that comes with getting caught. And you don't have to feel sorry for the cheater. I'm just saying that they can't be feeling good inside with what they're doing. And of course, the one who's being cheated on has a completely different set of feelings to deal with, like insecurity, anger, depression, and mistrust. There are many circumstances in relationships that lead to affairs. In a blended family, we know that there's just a a very high level of stress sometimes, Many people escape to affairs because the situation at home is not pleasant, just constant tension and stress. But with the blended family, an affair can be much more damaging than in a traditional family setting. And this is because there are more lives at stake. There may be extra children involved that can get hurt here. So if you find yourselves in this situation, whatever your role, you need to examine what led you both to this point. You may never understand exactly why. And of course, no one deserves to be cheated on. But what led you here? Is the stress at home getting to you? Or maybe there has been so much going on with the kids that your sex life is lacking? Or maybe you just don't get along anymore? You don't need to know all of the answers right now, but at least take a look at what may have been going wrong. Also, Keep in mind that sometimes people cheat when nothing at all is going wrong. They just do. So how do you move forward from this? First is decide, do you want to? Keeping in mind that for at least one of you, this is a second marriage or second serious relationship, possibly both of you. So there are children who may be involved. You want to look at how long you've been in the relationship and what's at stake Do you own a home together? And financially, would you be able to split if you wanted to? I encourage you to try and work things out if you're both invested and you truly want to. I also don't think you should stay together for the sake of the children. You want to consider how a split would affect the kids, but it shouldn't make the decision for you. And it has to be a mutual decision. It's not going to work if only one of you wants to make it work. It has to be both of you. If you want to move forward, I strongly suggest some therapy or marriage counseling first, especially if you're having a hard time communicating with one another. It's common in the beginning to have a hard time dealing with the infidelity. If you're name-calling, being resentful, and expressing anger towards each other, a good therapist can help you both get to a place where you can sort things out without being hateful. A good therapist can even help you figure things out about your relationship that you both weren't aware of. Communication is going to be a huge factor in getting your relationship to work again. When infidelity occurs, there's usually a lack of communication somewhere. Someone was not talking about their feelings that were leading them to make the choices that they made. If you want things to work, there needs to be total communication from this point forward. The cheater needs to be open to this also because their partner is most likely going to have lots of questions and they're going to need lots of reassurance. And communication is not grilling the person though. If you try that method, it's surely going to push someone further away. And again, a good therapist will facilitate this. They can teach you the proper and improper ways to communicate with one another. Next, you're going to need to work on restoring your trust. Now, this one is hard. If you are the cheater, you have to understand that earning back trust is not going to be easy. You certainly can't expect your partner to just trust you again because you say so. You're going to have to prove it. And the easiest way to do that is to tell the truth all the time, answer their questions and have lots of communication, but give it time. This can take years to accomplish, but don't look at the big picture. Just baby steps in the right direction is what you're looking for right now. And the last step here is overcoming resentment. This is another thing that's going to take time. If you can't do it, that's okay. But better to end the relationship now if that's the case. If you do decide to move forward, it's never going to work if you spend the rest of your life resenting your partner for the mistake that they made. You're not supposed to get over this right away. Of course not. But you have to make a choice to move forward. That means forgiveness. You don't have to forget, but part of forgiveness is letting go of resentment. Now, some quick do's and don'ts for you, and I'm going to break it down into the cheater and we'll say victim. And again, these are for if you are deciding to continue your relationship and move past the infidelity. So some do's for the cheater do break off all ties with the person you are having the affair with. That means no phone calls, no texts, no emails. Obviously, you want to make one last contact to tell the person you are ending things, but that's it. Do answer all questions from your partner openly and honestly. Do apologize for your behavior and do understand that your partner is going to need some time and effort on your part to regain trust, so be patient. Some do's for the victim. Do seek therapy to help you deal with your emotions And do communicate with your partner when feelings come up. Do not bottle things inside. Now let's go over some don'ts. Don'ts for first the cheater. Don't get defensive. Don't blame your partner for your infidelity. Don't tell any more lies, even small ones. And some don'ts for the victim. Don't constantly interrogate your partner. It's okay to question but not interrogate. Don't badmouth your partner to friends and family. When you decide to work things out, it will be harder because you got everyone involved. Don't use the cheating as a tool to punish your partner, meaning, don't constantly bring it up as a way to make your partner feel bad. If you want to move forward, that's not going to make either of you feel better. And now I want to talk about how all of this is going to affect your blended family. How do you explain to your children and other family members what is going on? Do you even have to tell them? I don't know. I I tend to think that kids don't really need to know personal details of their parents' lives, depending on their age, of course. And here's the thing. Anyone who knows is going to automatically develop feelings about the situation. Now, if you're dissolving the relationship, then I guess you may not care. But if you want to move forward, you don't really want everyone hating your partner for something that you are deciding to forgive. So this is a personal decision you'll have to make. Or sometimes you may not have to make the decision, as in some cases, the information might already be out there somehow. As far as children are concerned, and depending on their maturity level, they are really not going to understand all the intricacies of an adult relationship. What they're going to do is see the cheater as a horrible person, especially if it's their parent who has been cheated on. So I think the kids should really know as little as possible about this because I don't think they'll understand they probably won't understand. Now, once they do know, or if they find out, I should say, you might need to do some damage control. If you are the cheater, you should probably apologize to the children. Own up to what you did and tell them what you did was wrong and why. Turn it into a learning experience for them for their own future relationships. The fact that you're working things out can teach them a great deal about forgiveness. If you're the victim here, you want to teach your kids about forgiveness too, but you also have to show them strength. So you should explain why you have decided to forgive and admit that what was done to you was wrong. Our kids, they, they watch our relationships and sometimes model the same behavior when they enter into their own adult relationships. So we really want to be careful of how they see and perceive things. Answer their questions honestly, because what they see and what they perceive are usually two very different things. As for other family members and friends, well, hopefully you haven't told them all of the dirty details. If you have, then you should expect some backlash. When it gets down to it, they all want what's best for you. And since they know what happened, well, they can't unknow it now. Usually their hearts are in the right place. Unlike with your children here, it really isn't their business. If they were very involved, like maybe if it's a parent, possibly the cheater may want to apologize to them to smooth things over a bit. But really you are adults and entitled to make your own decisions And you can tell them nicely that you appreciate their advice and you will think about it and that's it. No need for confrontation because it's your life. And time may be what it takes to get them to settle down. Once they see that you are both moving past the infidelity and you're going on to have a healthy relationship, they'll probably stop butting in. So that's what I have for you today If infidelity is something that your blended family is dealing with, I hope this show helped a little. Obviously, I can't tell you if your relationship is worth saving or not. That's a very individual choice, and it depends on so many different circumstances. For some, it's a deal breaker, and for others, it's not. You're not a pushover if you try to save a relationship where you were cheated on, only if it continues over and over again. Then I would say you've got to move on. And if you're a cheater and you make a mistake, own up to it. We are human after all, but you need to learn from it and fix the damage you may have caused your family and anything is possible with love. Do you have a success story you would like to share with the community on infidelity and how you moved past it? I'd love to hear it and share it with everyone. If so, you can email it to me and don't worry, we can keep it anonymous. You can also share any tips you might have. Like I said, this is not a journey that I have personally been through, so I love all of your input as well. And any feedback on this or any of my shows is welcome. Just send it to me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Next week, hacks to save you time and money. I think we can all use that. See you then and have a fantastic week. Bye.